Armed with Truth is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Welcome to Armed with Truth, a podcast for youth. I'm your host, Lisa Bruneal. My goal here is to empower the youth of today to become a sin-resistant generation. You youth are bombarded by Satan's temptations on every side, especially when it comes to immorality, lust, and pornography. I want to talk about truths that can strengthen you, safeguard you, and bring greater power into your life through the Savior Jesus Christ. Let's get started and be armed with truth. Today's episode is all about the truths surrounding Satan's tactic and temptation of casualness. Ask yourself, what is Heavenly Father's personal message for you right now in this episode? The Holy Ghost will testify to you of the exact message Heavenly Father has for you right now today. Over the last several years, there has been a trend to casualness. Casualness has bled into many aspects of our lives, our dress, grooming, behaviors, manners, speech. Some of these trends have been really great, like getting rid of pantyhose. Many of you probably don't even have those memories. But casualness is not only a trend. It is also a carefully crafted tactic of Satan to bring about many things that are contrary to our Heavenly Father's plan. Things designed to lead us subtly and carefully away from the blessings of exaltation. We have been cautioned many times in recent years against Satan's tactic and temptation of casualness. Casualness may seem enticing, relaxing, rewarding, and harmless, but when casualness is applied to gospel living, there are serious consequences. One of my favorite quotes comes from a talk given by Taniella B. Wakolo in April of 2018. He said, casualness leads to casualties. I love that quote because of the word casualties. It calls upon us to wake up to the significant danger of casualness and to see how spiritually deadly It really can be when applied in just the right way and to just the right behaviors by Satan the master deceiver. Spiritual casualties are Satan's goal. His primary purpose is to lead us away from eternal life with our Heavenly Father 
and to make us miserable like himself. And he wants as many casualties as he can get. You've heard many times that you are a chosen generation, saved for this day and this time, that you were sent to earth, individually prepared to be part of God's building God's kingdom and preparing the earth for the second coming of Jesus Christ. You are among the best of the best. How does Satan even stand a chance against you? Well, here enters his tactic of casualness. Just think, if you really are who President Nelson and many other prophets and leaders have said you are, these great and noble spirits reserved to the last days, if Satan can find a way to distract you, a way to make you forget who you are, forget why you're here, a way to engage you in something, anything other than your great work, then he has won. He doesn't even need you to commit any great or terrible sins. He just needs to keep you from doing what God sent you here to do. He needs to keep you from fulfilling your mission and from keeping your promises to Heavenly Father. In a sense, Satan seeks to keep us asleep. And the problem with sleeping through something is that you don't even know what you're missing. A few years ago, there was a challenge from the prophet to read the Book of Mormon by the end of the year. My husband, Zach, was just talking to me about this and told me that when the challenge came out, he rationalized and justified and somehow convinced himself that he didn't need to do it. So he didn't. Later, he began to hear many different people talk about the blessings that they had received from completing the challenge. He said, I didn't receive them because I didn't do it. When you're asleep, you don't know what you're missing. Satan keeps us asleep through casualness, and oftentimes we don't even know the blessings that we're missing. We must realize what's going on. He's keeping us asleep. He's keeping us from engaging, from participating. He's keeping us casual, and he's keeping us from blessings. So for all of you who have been reserved for these last days, and any of you listening, that's you. Casualness is Satan's perfect answer to the threat you pose. In 2 Nephi 28-21, we can read about the devil. And others will he pacify and low them away into carnal security that, and <clears throat> that they will say, All is well in Zion, yea, Zion prospereth, all is well. And thus the devil cheateth their souls and leadeth them away carefully down to hell. In verse 22, And behold, others he flattereth away, and telleth them, There is no hell. And he saith unto them, I am no devil, for there is none. And thus he whispereth in their ears, until he grasps them with his awful chains, from whence there is no deliverance. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like casualness? Then verse 24 says, Therefore, woe be unto him that is at ease in Zion. So what does this casualness, this ease, actually look like in our lives? Well, it can be half-hearted commitment to the standard of modesty. It can be criticizing the prophet and the leaders of the church. It can be drinking alcohol, using marijuana or other drugs. But it can also just be filling our lives with so many other pursuits that we don't have time for church or living the gospel. 
It can be becoming too tired to pray or to read our scriptures or to serve others or to attend church. It can be excessive technology, video games, or social media. It can be just going through the motions of being a member of the church without doing what it actually takes to gain a testimony. And casualness absolutely applies to the temptations of lust, immorality, and pornography use. Satan carefully leads us down the path of these temptations by tempting us to be casual with the souls of ourselves and others. Are you being deceived by any of Satan's tactics and temptations of casualness? Are you being pacified and lulled into believing everything is fine and that nothing is really required of you? Are you being lulled into forgetting that there is a great work going on and that you, specifically you, have a specific role to play and a mission to perform? If you answered yes to any of these questions, even if you had to stop and wonder, you're not alone. Satan is a master deceiver, a master tempter and a master at what he does. This is a tactic, casualness, that he uses on each of us, and one that he uses time and time again. So the answer for each of us is to awake. The word awake appears several times in the scriptures. Listen to some of the phrases that I found. Awake, awake, put on strength. Now it is time to awake out of sleep. Awake to righteousness. Awake my soul. Awake and arise. Awake thou that sleepest. I have two sleepy high schools, high schoolers at my house. And these days, even though it's at the beginning of the school year, they have a pretty hard time waking up to their alarm. And they've slept through alarms and I've wakened them with less than 10 minutes of time to get ready for school in complete panic. So when I read through these phrases from the scriptures, I couldn't help but think how awesome it would be to call down to their bedrooms in a loud, booming voice, Awake thou that sleepest! Those phrases, that admonition, even just the word awake is significantly more important for us than being late for school or wearing the wrong shirt or having a bad hair day. Our spiritual survival is at stake. So how can you awake? Hopefully, listening for the past few minutes has wakened you to the fact that Satan wants to keep you spiritually sleeping. Understanding that truth can help you to recognize his tactics and his methods for keeping all of God's children from their purpose. But it's even more helpful to awaken to the specific way that he's using this tactic on you. You can think of this as awaking to your own current situation. We can do this through self-evaluation. You can ask, am I putting other gods before Heavenly Father? Or am I truly allowing God to be the most important influence in my life? We can search the areas of our lives and evaluate our time. We can think of our time on social media, video games, sports, hobbies, shopping, and many other things. Lots of these are good things and worthy endeavors, but they can easily become so time-consuming that we have little time to devote to God or His work. Self-evaluations can reveal the areas that we need improvement or what we need to change. We can continue to make this whole process more personal 
by awakening and remembering our own identity and individual purpose. We can do this by remembering and studying the words of prophets. We can listen to the guidance of the Holy Ghost, and we can learn about who we really are. Patriarchal blessings can be a powerful tool for learning about our own individual missions on the earth. In the last few weeks, I've had the amazing privilege of attending two of my children's patriarchal blessings. That makes seven of my eight kids who have had their patriarchal blessings. And every time, it is a profound and amazing spiritual experience as a mother. I walk away blown away by who they really are, by the amazing potential inside of them, and each of their amazing assignments. You too have amazing assignments and work to do. And Heavenly Father reveals some of these things in your patriarchal blessing. I encourage you to study it. And if you haven't yet received it, to make preparations and be ready to receive it. We can also follow the words of the scriptures, awake and put on thy strength. Putting on strength is about demonstrating whose we are. We are disciples of Jesus Christ. We each have a work to do to prepare the earth for his second coming. He is our strength, our friend, our savior, and our redeemer. To awake and put on thy strength is to awake and take his name, even Jesus Christ, upon us. I want to compare this action of putting on strength to the action that we have taken as a church to correct the name of the church. As we talk about the name change, I want to draw some parallels to our efforts to correct our casualness and to put on strength. The formal name of the church has always been the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. In early days, <clears throat> Joseph Smith made many claims and worked to bring forth the Restoration. Those who opposed him treated him and his work casual. They often called him Joe Smith. And even the name of Mormons arose from a negative and casual reference to the growing church. But as time went on, we as the church embraced the name Mormon. And then, as most of us can recall, in October of 2018, the prophet Russell M. Nelson gave a talk titled, The Correct Name of the Church. As he began his talk, he said, Today, I feel compelled to discuss with you a matter of great importance. He went on to speak about the Lord's correction for the people of his church to call the church with the correct name. Correcting our casualness is also a matter of great importance, just like correcting the name of the church. Remember, casualness leads to casualties. It is of great importance. In his talk, President Nelson spoke of many mixed responses that he had received to this idea of changing the name of the church or correcting the false or wrong name of the church. He said that some wondered why. Some said it couldn't be done. Some critics said it would be unwise. He spoke of many worldly arguments against this change. There will also be mixed responses for you correcting your casualness. Satan may tempt you to wonder why to think it can't be done, to, or to think it's unwise. Your critics will also discourage you. 
Some may tell you it's not a big deal to be casual, that it's more fun when you're casual, or that you'll get farther ahead, and you too will encounter many worldly arguments against it. But should that surprise you? Isn't it Satan who is behind worldly arguments? President Nelson went on to say, What's in a name, or in this case, a nickname? When it comes to nicknames of the church, such as the LDS Church, the Mormon Church, or the Church of Latter-day Saints, the most important thing in those names is the absence of the Savior's name. To remove the Lord's name from the Lord's church is a major victory for Satan. Let me repeat this part. The most important thing in those names is the absence of the Savior's name. So it isn't what is there, it's what is missing. And with casualness, the same is true. It isn't what is there, it's what is missing. Our commitment to Jesus Christ. Casualness is an absence of your work, an absence of your purpose, and an absence of your mission as Christ's disciples. We can choose to correct our casualness and to put on strength through faith, repentance, firm and steadfastly commitment, committing to the commandments of God and to the standards of His church, engaging in temple work, family history work, and missionary work serving others, developing our talents, and gaining an education. You can use your talents and abilities and interests to further God's work. Now, you can't do all of this at once, but if we involve Heavenly Father and we ask Him how to awake and put on strength, He can guide us. He can guide you to exactly what you need to do through the promptings and impressions of the Holy Ghost. At the end of his talk, President Nelson gave a promise. He said, I promise you that if you will do your best to restore the correct name of the Lord's church, he whose church this is will pour down his power and blessings upon the heads of the Latter-day Saints, the likes of which we have never seen. We will have the knowledge and power of God to help us take the blessings of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, and to prepare the world for the second coming of the Lord. This promise and these blessings that he described are what we are a part of. This is the work that we have been called to do. We can awake. We can engage with real intent. We can join the cause of Christ and live lives that are a declaration to ourselves and to the world that we are Christ's disciples. Today's Truth Takeaways Casualness is a carefully crafted tactic of Satan. Casualness leads to casualties. Spiritual casualties are Satan's goal. We can awaken from casualness. We can put on strength, intentionally engaging in God's work and living as disciples of Jesus Christ. Let's return to our first question. What is the personal message God has for you today? Is he inviting you to learn more about a specific truth, to make a change, or take a specific action? As you act on the truths you have learned, greater power will come into your life, the power and strength to follow Jesus Christ. I can't wait to hear what you do. You can let me know on Facebook and Instagram at Armed With Truth Podcast. Keep coming back. Heavenly Father has so much more in store for you here on Armed With Truth.
Thanks for joining me here today on Armed with Truth. As we learn truth together, we become more valiant disciples of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, a stronger part of His battalion, and a truly sin-resistant generation.